Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of The Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. My name is Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's Friday. I know it's been a long week. It's been incredible. And as always on Friday, we try to shift our focus away from a specific Agile topic to a topic that's still Agile-related, but something that can help you grow as an individual or something that can help you be a better person, something uplifting or inspiring. We're still going to focus on leadership because this whole week has been dedicated to leadership and managers and executives. So today I want to talk about what are the keys to becoming an effective Agile leader? And what's the difference specifically between a manager and a leader? And how can we really generate excitement around what we do and how can we build that that fire ignite that ignite that passion within our teams to help them be successful you know being a manager is easy becoming a true servant leader takes a lot of work and practice learning to put the needs of others first and losing yourself in the service of them are key components to facilitating a successful agile implementation I can't tell you how many leaders I see that are standoffish or have poor bedside manner and and their agile implementation suffers as a result. You know, it's important that we understand that we can really drive value and we can help, you know, excite and ignite passion within the teams by by empowering and allowing them to do the things that they do. Agile leaders trust at every level that the work will be done. And they resist the urge to put undue pressure on teams or individuals in order to gain or elevate their efficiency numbers. Discovering and implementing techniques such as Team John from Agile Dad allow the organization to grow and scale while still remaining focused on clear targeted initiatives. Now, if you haven't heard of Team John before, that's okay. It's one of our previous webinar sessions that we did, and the entire thing has been recorded as a YouTube live session. It can be played back on uh, YouTube at the Agile Dad YouTube channel, or you can visit agiledad.com slash videos, and uh, that Team John video is there as well. And it discusses you know, the inefficiencies of constant interruptions and talks about how can we stay focused. So good, good information here. Um, we want to make sure that we give you all the tools that you need to be successful inside your company and outside your organization. Another great focus could be becoming certified in agile leadership. That's a great way to show the organization that you're serious about organizational change and ready to implement true business agility and that it's not just something that one of your competitors are doing that now all of a sudden you say, ah, yeah, that's a good idea. Now I'm going to do it. You know, we want to... We want to let the organization know as a leader that you not only support this, but that you're all in, that you 100% have bought into this and that you understand. And I think that this is a cause for some separation. And uh, let me explain. I feel like too many people do agile in name only or scrum in name only. And what ends up happening is they create an environment where trust isn't there where people are still expected to give time-based estimates for everything they're going to deliver and they're consistently wrong. And it creates this nightmarish craziness that uh, people try to work in. And it creates an environment where people become cynical and scared and unhappy in the workplace. And we certainly you know, don't want that. So the question becomes, how do I 
stop being a manager and start being a leader. And, and I want to zoom in on this, and I want I want you to think this through. I think, in if if I thought if I put myself in the mind of a manager, a manager drives resources. They treat people like they're fungible. They're completely swappable. You know, they're, they're, one is the same as the next. You know, we can find somebody else with that skill set. You know, you often hear people say, you know, I just throw more people at it. Or, you know, or how many resources do you need for this? Or what's our head count on this project? You know, it, it just, those are all things a manager would say. So while a manager drives resources, a leader coaches teams. You know, I often look at it this way, and this is going to make a whole lot of sense. It, you know, what's the difference between a shepherd and a sheep herder? Well, the sheep herder, or the shepherd rather, the shepherd walks behind his sheep and, uh, or I'm sorry, the sheep herder walks behind his sheep and pushes the sheep forward, making sure that the sheep all are in one direction and, and the sheep herder's behind him just driving and pushing and making things happen, just like a good manager would do. A shepherd walks in front of the sheep and trusts that the sheep are going to follow. So that coaching mentality and that understanding that the people, and in no way am I insinuating that the people are sheep, but that the people have empowerment, that they have the ability to choose, that they have agency, that they can make decisions, that, that they'll stay on the path. You know, it's important to establish that level of trust. While a manager depends on authority and says, you know, I'm supported or backed by this authority to be able to do something, a leader acts with goodwill and says, hey, I'm going to do this because it's in the best interest of humanity. And I think that that's just so important. A manager inspires fear. You know, I heard a, a motivational speaker, a keynote speaker, his name is Jeff Havens, and he has a whole presentation about unleashing your inner tyrant. And there's a funny section there where he talks about, you know, do you want to be the leader that instills fear in everyone? So when you walk down the hall, people are like, oh my goodness, here he comes, and they clamor in fear and just kind of drop to the floor or hide behind things, you know. And I thought that was pretty funny the way he described it. But his whole point was, instead of inspiring fear, true leaders find ways to generate enthusiasm and to get people excited about what we're doing, what we're building, what our product or service is, and how it's going to impact mankind and womankind. You know, a manager always finds themselves saying, I. You know, I thought of this idea that I created, and I feel like my idea that I think that we can, I, you know, oh my goodness, oh. That, that we can build it and I can take credit. <laughs> yeah, no. Leaders say we. We're all in this together, right? And they always say we. You know, we came up with a brilliant solution and we feel like this will work and we are going to work together to do this. You know, and a manager is known for placing blame and saying, you know what, this is all the fault or result of X, Y, Z. While a leader says, okay, you know, why might this have happened and what can we do to fix it? They address the breakdown, right? So managers place blame. Leaders address breakdowns. Managers know how it's done, right? They, they, they know how things are done. And, and they, they don't necessarily share that. They're just like, if you have any questions, come talk to me. You know, and, oh. Leaders show how it's done. And they say, hey, let me, let me share this with you. Let me show you what's going on and help the teams grow into T-shaped, well-formed teams. Um, 
you know, managers use resources. You know, oh, I, I need six resources. You know, we're back there again. Uh, leaders develop team members who are proud to be part of a team and, and who love working together. Managers take credit for everything that's happened. You know, I'd like to thank you all for being here to recognize all of the things that I've done that are amazing. <laughs> I, you're laughing. I've heard it. Where leaders give credit. You know, I couldn't have done this without, you know, having a solid team behind me to make sure that these things were delivered. You know, I shouldn't take any credit for this. It was all their idea and they pushed it forward and got it done. Um, a manager commands. I was just on that, uh, the, the, the Agile in Africa and Middle East and we were talking about the difference in culture. And they were talking about a manager who would still yell at their employees, I need this or I want this right away. You know, and it was just, it was so interesting to hear that where a true leader just asks and says, hey, would you mind doing this? Or can, can we make sure we get this done? You know, and, and it's so amazing to see the difference in mentality and the health of the organization just based on the way things are asked for. And then uh, finally, a manager says, go. Just, okay, this is what you have to do. Go do it. And they push it on you and tell you to go, you know, go forth and prosper, proceed and make things happen. Where a leader says, hey, let's go. You know, I'm part of this too. We're all in this together. And I think that when you can establish that everyone is in this fight together, that we're all running the same race, that we all have, you know, things that we can do to help build better products and services, that we all have things we can do to help build the Agile Center of Excellence within our organization, you know, that's when we're going to recognize success. And that's when we're going to be able to jump in and have those aha moments and really deliver things that go pow, you know, so that people, you know, can get, can get to the point where they enjoy the Agile implementation and they know what they should be doing and, and they feel good about your leadership. And what I can assure you is this, that if you step out of the role of manager and into the role of leader, you're going to quickly discover that there's greater happiness there for you too. While it might seem like a little bit of heavy lifting up front, the reward at the end is just so much greater that I think it's important for you to really focus your attention on the needs internally of the organization and really build the people who are internal and and help them focus on solid representation and and make sure that you know you're supporting the teams in such a way that they can swarm and get the work done. And I think that if you do all these things that we discussed this week, I can say with confidence that you know that external coach is going to be able to come in and really give you some limited direction and with some proper training and some tools in place to get everyone on the same page, I really see success within the organization and beyond. So I hope that you've learned something this week about Agile leadership and about the mentality and the mindset of Agile leaders. And uh, we encourage you to tune in next week for additional topics on the Daily Stand-Up podcast. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay Agile, my friends. Until next time, have a great weekend, and do take care.